justice and peace and equality. All right, Game Changers Magazine, GCM Network, Voices of the Village podcast. I am here today with the mayor of McDonough, Miss Sandra Vincent. How are you doing today, Mayor Vincent? I'm wonderful. Thank you for having me. It is awesome, and it is an amazing honor to have you on our program today to talk about Reflecting Forward, City of McDonough, celebrating 200 years. Who is Sandra Vincent? Wow, I thought you were going to start with asking me about <laughs> Reflection Forward. <laughs> and I, I think I, I will start by, by talking about Reflection Forward and okay. what that means for the city. We have been all year reflecting on the history of McDonough. We've had so many amazing partners like the Genealogical Society that did both a tour of the cemetery, also an open house. We've had the Woman's Club of McDonough and several organizations to just share McDonough's history. That was the reflection part, okay. to really look at where we've been and look towards where we're going. Um, as a theme, we adopted Reflection Forward for our comprehensive plan. We wrote this year our comprehensive plan update. That was a very community engaging project. We made sure that we had senior citizens, diverse group of individuals. We included folks from the Caribbean Association, from the school board, from the senior center. We really tried very hard to make sure that we had a great cross-section okay. of McDonough citizens. So that is the whole reflection forward piece. We are looking forward in 2024 and beyond to seeing what McDonough really can become once we open up these processes. Now, McDonough is a growing, thriving community like never before. I believe it. I believe it's part of one of the fastest growing counties, Henry yes, County. Yes. And you stepped in and became mayor of McDonough almost two years ago when the growth was like, I mean, kicking through the door. You know, you were obligated to serve a multicultural group of people. Okay. What did that experience feel like in that reflecting forward, knowing the direction of what God gave you to reflect forward? Mm -hmm. What did that look like knowing that you had to serve, be a mayor for all? Well, that beyond being mayor, and uh -huh. I think this is the important thing for people to remember, is I sat on that bench for 16 years. Yes. And during that time, I was a city councilman for all people. Yes. And so that period really laid the foundation, helped me to garner the experience, the respect that I needed in order to even pursue the office of, of mayor. Okay. And there were some specific reasons as to why I decided to run for the office. And one was, and I'm going to tag what you've said about growth, Okay. When you are growing rapidly, if you can metaphorically think about a house that you're building on, from a civil engineering standpoint, you've got to have 
the footprint and the foundation to do that development. Okay. I felt strongly that because we were moving so fast that our codes weren't in place, that we were not um, following the governance model that we should be right. as a city. Right. And I felt that anybody coming in who lacked the experience that we needed right. would move McDonough further back. So the vision that I got was to run off of a good governance platform. Okay. There are nine pillars to that platform. Okay. And that platform has been integrated with all of the ideas of our council members, and we have used those nine elements in everything that we've developed throughout this year. Okay. When we were doing our comprehensive plan, we looked at quality of life. We looked at public safety. We looked at things associated with technological advancement, employee development. All of these things are constantly taken into consideration to make sure that we're moving forward in the okay. same direction. Now, Mayor, for those of us who are not familiar with governmental terms like a comprehensive plan, you know what, <laughs> you know, because when you say comprehensive plan, I mean, I think like people like you and I, and you know, government, people who understand politics, they understand that. But what is a comprehensive plan for a city so that it can grow? So I know everyone is familiar with the term strategic plan. Yes, ma'am. So a comprehensive plan is basically your land use plan okay. with other elements included that create a comprehensive plan. So it sets forth how we're going to grow, what our element of focus will be, who will be involved, how much money it's going to cost us, because what we do is we take that document and we create a work plan. Okay. So it is primarily a document that sets forth your future land use map, but there are other elements which are involved as, as well. Um, one of the things that we realized to be very important in a diverse community is to make sure that equity and inclusion was a part of that plan. Got it. To make sure that health was a part of that plan. These are elements that you don't normally see, but in McDonough, we are really approaching everything that we do from a very progressive standpoint meaning that we are thinking futuristically. Okay. We're thinking forward to not just what is happening today, but what kind of foundation needs to be in place so that the building of government can grow. And I think you emphasized that last night. Um, you made a statement. You said, if we are kick crow tomorrow. <laughs> I didn't say it like that. You didn't say it like that. <laughs> yes. But I think you said if we were all, the, you know, something you said of that nature. Uh, if we were all to kick crow, the whoever took over would understand. Yes. And would be able to move the city forward. And I think that's very important it in is. being transparent in government because no one wants to walk into a mess especially in that capacity. How important is it for you as a leader of this community to be transparent to the community so that all are served in a fair manner? Transparency is one of those nine pillars. Okay. 
transparency uh, primarily in financial exchanges. Uh, what you're making reference to deals with the fact that we are creating a reconciliation policy that didn't exist when I came in. Oh, wow. And so it's, it's important to have policies and procedures in place in anything and everything that you do. Okay. And what that means is if game changers came in <laughs> and game changers had the charge right. of keeping things moving forward, then there is a document that they can go to that tells them not only what the governmental policy is, but it also tells them step by step what they need to do when they are operating the affairs of the city. Right. That did not exist when I came in. Well, and you're absolutely correct because I believe as I was here and I was sitting in the board meeting last night, um, you talked about how public safety, like everything was thrown into one tax. You were just taxed by the city of McDonough, but you kind of broke it down and said, this, okay, this particular tax is a public safety tax. So kind of explain why you kind of, I think you compartmentalized it. So we've been deconstructing a lot of things so they, okay. so we can reconstruct. Okay. Um, as an example, your funding, the taxpayers' dollars, really cannot be used for a lot of the things that we do here in the city. We've got an amazing Main Street program okay. where we're constantly doing events, we're constantly supporting different areas, we're constantly doing different partnerships. Okay. The way that that happens is through hotel-motel tax. A percentage of the hotel motel tax, okay. where we do tax the maximum of our visitors coming into the city, okay. a percentage of that goes to Main Street so that they can fund their operations. Wow. Another percentage comes to the city. But when that money goes straight to general fund, the first thing the public says is, why are you using our taxpayers' dollars to do X, Y, and Z? Right. So we removed those funds, created a specific fund for hotel motel tax. Okay. So that when there are public questions, we're able to show people exactly how the expenditures are made. Transparency and financial responsibility has been very key to us. We've been working on this now for about two years. We even have uh, a different finance system from when we first started out. We, okay. we work with um, ClearGov and GovClarity to provide dashboards. Those dashboards are being developed now okay. so that the public has a way to go to a particular web link and see exactly what is happening, when it is happening, and what the funds are being directed towards. I think when you do that and you find yourself in a situation where you do have to raise taxes, and fortunately, we have not had to do that, Okay. then when you're able to show people how funds are being used, then they, they are more likely to support your efforts than not to support them. 
We are growing so rapidly, but historically, the city has not participated in a forecasting program, not beyond what we do for our capital improvement element, which is really where we're going to use our impact fees, SPLOS dollars, and other efforts. Okay. So what we're doing is, is trying to make sure that we are putting in place the systems that will give us more transparency. Game Changers Magazine, GCM Network, Voices of the Village podcast with Mayor Sandra Vincent, City of McDonough. You guys stay tuned. We got to go to a commercial break. We're going to talk about more of this in part two. Stay tuned. Voices of the Village. Ease up. There are no mistakes or regrets in this life, only the opportunity to learn and evolve. Leave your imprint on this earth. In that process, it's a responsibility and calling to aid others where possible. When you've been blessed, you should look to be a blessing. That can take the form of your time and resources. You only have one life to make a difference in others, so why not show up and be great? But not for the sake of yourself, but for a generation of onlookers who are looking to see what's possible. Being a State Farm good neighbor in the community is a privilege that I don't take for granted. My name is Sherry DeVos-Denard, and my office is located in the industrial side of McDonough, Georgia. We service all of Georgia and neighboring states Alabama and South Carolina. You can reach us today for all of your auto, home, life, and small business needs at 678-782-3005 or online at sddinsurance.com and on all social media platforms. We look forward to earning your business. Big Chick King Stockbridge is now open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Start your morning off with a selection of biscuits and gravy, grits and eggs, to mouth-watering pancakes with bacon or sausage. It's your choice. Come dine in with us, take it to go carry out, or order online. Big Chick King is dedicated to serving our neighbors, family, and friends with our all-new Southern-style menu and the best fried chicken in South Atlanta Metro. Enjoy that good chicken with homestyle cooked macaroni and cheese, mashed potatoes and corn, vegetables and green beans. Located at 1334 Highway 138 East in Stockbridge, Georgia, next to the Shell Plaza. We're open from 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. Sunday through Saturday. For more information, visit BigChickKing.com. The best fried chicken, hot and fresh out of the kitchen. Right. Game Changers Magazine, GCM Network, Voices of the Village podcast with Mayor Sandra Vincent, City of McDonald, Reflection Forward, celebrating 200 years as a city. Mayor, we were talking about some of the policies and being transparent and financing with government, improving what government looks like in this community. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, on in improving government, it also comes with improving the infrastructure. Yes. And in that infrastructure, I believe in the part one, you talked about Main Street and, and it's a lot happening at Main Street, mm -hmm. but it's a lot happening at these parks that are re being redeveloped, like Avalon Park, mm -hmm. um, uh, Alexander Park. Tell us about some of the things that are happening to create a live, work, play environment in this great city of McDonough. So, so one of the elements of those nine pillars is citizen engagement. Okay. And I, I mentioned previously quality of life. Okay. So one of the things that we derived from our comprehensive plan was that citizens are very interested in quality of life 
and what our parks look like, what they are doing. Okay. We are in a, a joint plan uh, service delivery strategy with Henry County. And the agreement is that the city would be responsible for the passive parks. Okay. And the county is responsible for those elements where there is a sports league or some other type of recreational piece involved. Right. So what we've seen is that our our citizens have placed a bigger demand on us, saying yes. we don't want you waiting for the county. <laughs> yes. This yes. is broken. We want it fixed. Yes. Uh, this looks bad. We want it fixed. So under our McDonough Beautiful initiative, which is which I'm very proud is one of the initiatives that I started when I was on council. Okay. We have been able to resurrect that. And so we have assigned our assistant director of public works, Brandon Williams, who has been very, very engaged in making sure that we're making improvements at our park. Mm -hmm. We have contracted with someone to go out and look at all of the equipment to make sure that it is safe. We are putting in landscaping elements and where you know trees were kind of doing what they wanted to do, we're trimming them back, putting in mulch. Okay. We are partnering with other organizations like the United Way to create a book nook at Rufus Stewart Park. Oh wow. We're putting in uh, miniature libraries. That's very important that you always try and integrate education okay. with what you do. And so these things are happening in our parks. We are holistically looking at the entire city and identifying what needs to happen to take us to the next level of programming. Wow. And that and, and and what does that look like as far as I I know we're looking at the future when reflecting forward, we have to look at the past and the future. What does it look like? Because I think you're very passionate about or the city is very passionate about serving the seniors mm -hmm. as well mm -hmm. um, and the veterans. So what does that look like in correlating a quality of life for the young and the old? It, it starts with one thing, okay. and that's citizen engagement. Citizen engagement. And we talk a lot. Okay. We talk a lot with different individuals. You've got to be diverse in who you communicate with. Right. Because if I'm just looking at my kids for answers, those answers are going to be very different than if I were talking to your mother. Yes, yes. So yes. the important thing is to be intentional about the conversations. So you're bringing a diverse lens to everything that you do. As an example, I had the privilege of speaking with AARP and saying to them that we want to be more intentional about how we respond to the recreational needs of the seniors. Okay. So we're employing things like pickleball courts. Uh, we have an amazing disc golf program at Alexander West, okay. but that's not the end of it. We're also looking at what do we need to do for the young children? Right. What's safe? We have a very young demographic in McDonough that have very young children. Right. toddlers, yes. below and above. And so one of the areas that we've identified is Alexander 
I'm sorry, I said Alexander Park. It's actually Jonesboro Road Park. Okay, okay. We uh, recently named the walking trail at Jonesboro Road Park Miracle Mile. Okay. It is named after a young girl who was unfortunately killed in the city of McDonough while going to school. Uh, she was running from a dog and got hit by a car. Her name is Miracle Parham Williams. And so for years, we um, the first year we organized an event called Miracle's Mile. Okay. But this is what came out of that, and I'm getting chills as I'm sitting here talking wow. to you. We were talking about to, to people in the community, and this is a group of volunteers who got together to try and do something just to help the family. It was such a tragic day. Right, right. And we started talking to individuals asking, will you join this walk? And okay. that's what it was initially, a walk. And what we found out was that there were so many families that had been impacted by children who had gone too soon. Wow. When it's an adult or an older person, mm -hmm. you always hear they lived a good life. Yes. But when it's a stillborn, when it's a crib death, yes. when it's a child that died from cancer, mm. when it's a child that was involved in an accident, Right. When it was a child that committed suicide, when it was a young person, when it was a teenager, you don't know what to say. Right, right. So guess what? Those parents often suffer in silence. Okay. So we came up with the notion of using Jonesboro Road Park as a remembrance okay. to children who had gone too soon. Oh, wow and that that would be an area where we will remember them okay. through different ways. And what better way in which to celebrate and commemorate their life by creating a child-friendly space. Wow. So we're looking forward to bringing that part completely online. The walking trails are in okay. now. There is a community initiative that's a part of our comprehensive plan is the health element. They're walking out there on the first Saturday of each month. Shout out to the Department of Public Health and Macklin Williams, who's been very engaged in organizing this. But this is something that's important for our city, yes. for our citizens. Yes. And I'm proud that we were selected to be the ones to birth this. Wow, and that's very important. Um, it is very important to create that type of, like you said, when, when an older person passes, they say good life. When a younger person passes, it's like, whew, I don't even want to imagine. Like, you know? I'm sorry, but yeah, that's that's it. But this <laughs> this is just this is really a way of saying that they lived. They were valued. OK, they came to the planet, whether they came animated or not okay they were here and they deserve to be remembered that's awesome that's awesome mayor when it comes down to um main street 
development. We have the parks, we have the seniors and the senior homes and the veterans. When it comes down to Main Street, how in, and, and right now downtown development, as far as the, what Christmas looks like downtown is beautiful. Mm -hmm. What does it mean for the leadership of this great city to create a diverse, I guess, atmosphere so that families enjoy this type of quality of life and be able to shop and be able to eat ice cream mm -hmm. on, on, on the corner of the square. You know, I mean, right now, you gotta be careful down there because I mean, the traffic is crazy, but it's a beautiful ambiance and it's beautiful where people are coming to hang out. Tell us what that looks like. So, so that's a loaded question. Yeah, a <laughs> and that's probably a whole interview. <laughs> so I'm gonna try to hit those those points that, that you mentioned. Number one, I am extremely proud and grateful okay. of the square and what is happening. It has been the long-standing beachfront okay. for the city of McDonough. It has grown very organically, and I feel that I'm, I'm uh, qualified to say that okay. because I served as the chair of the Downtown Development Authority for 10 years. Oh, wow. And that's back when businesses were closing. We had empty stores. It was difficult to get people interested in staying in their business past 5 o'clock at night, but because of commercialism because of investments on the part of private individual okay capitalism has really shown itself well in the city of McDonough absolutely and we have become contagious everybody wants to be in the city and what is happening in McDonough transcends what is happening on the square wow we've got several commercial hubs We've got South Point. It was it was one of the fir first bustling arteries uh -huh. that really allowed for people to be concentrated in a mixed-use development. Okay. Now you've got what's happening over in Jodico and Stockbridge. But in addition to that, what we're doing with our comprehensive plan department is we're actually looking at where our commercial hubs are okay. so that we can infuse capital into those areas as well. We have um, the scenario right now where we've got people who are living in older, um, <clears throat> older areas okay. and they really need some artificial infusion to help these communities thrive. So we're working on that. We're working on that through community development. We're also working on a grant program so that we can help with the facades within the city. Okay. And the other thing as well is we're holding our businesses to a higher standard. Wow. You know, you, you, you can't come in and build a beautiful business and then let it fall into disrepair. Right, right. Right. One, one of the things that we've done is we don't we don't do chain link fences in the city of McDonough. OK. And so that is new for us. Right. It really is not appealing when we drive around and you see these beautiful buildings and, and they have chain link fences around the detention pond. Correct. correct. So we're being creative in how we approach that. Okay. We're either using detention ponds which are wide enough to not require fencing okay. or we are actually installing 
the uh, cross buck fencing or the wrought iron fencing. Okay. I think a great example of that is the QT that has recently been built and their willingness to remove chain link and to install wrought iron because it does a lot for that corner of the interstate and we're grateful. Man, that is awesome. And I and I and I want to reiterate that because the QT the, the QT that was up is just shut down and they're building and they build a new QT and that QT is actually following the policy. So for you to say that and I've actually noticed that that happens, man, that's reflecting forward. You guys stay tuned. We're gonna to have to go to part three. We gotta to go to a commercial break because we have to pay bills on this show. And we got Mayor Sandra Vincent, City of McDonough. Reflecting forward 200 years. Stay tuned. Part three. At ViStar Credit Union, you inspire us to deliver on our promise, to do good for our members and our communities. That's why we offer more banking options, like better rates and no hidden fees. We also give back, donating several million dollars to hundreds of nonprofits each year. Better financial lives, stronger communities. That's our focus. ViStar Credit Union, do good, bank better. We're back. Part three, Game Changers Magazine, GCM Network, Voices of the Village podcast with Mayor Sandra Vincent, City of McDonough, 200 years reflecting forward. Mayor, you were talking about the beautification of the community, um, developing it's so much to say about it's the City so of McDonough. And I don't even think we could do this in a 30 minute interview. So <laughs> we're just doing we're just doing what we're doing. Um you partner local leadership in this community looks different you know i um from a time where pa uh, pastor pastor from pastor river lee to pastor mcbride you know kind of like a passing of the torch kind of like a reflecting forward what type of what what are you looking for out of the leaders of this community to help keeping this community thrive and moving forward how can they partner with the city and everyone's walking in that similar light. So that's that's a two-part answer. Okay. Part A okay. is come together. Okay. That's the most important thing is to come together because we all have a vision to do great things for the city, but it's sort of like an orange okay. that when you dissect it, you've got peelings, you've got zest, you've got 
you've got the uh, seeds, you've got the juice, you've got the pulp, you got all of these components. Mm -hmm. But if you could imagine what I need may only be the seed, right. but what you need is the actual juice. So when we're coming together to figure out who is the party that needs to provide what, then that can only happen when we have these conversations. Right. And so that's the important thing. The other thing that I want folks to understand is that the faith community in particular, mm -hmm. historically and also in present day, is very much needed in government. Okay. We have so many issues that we're faced with. The crises of homelessness, mm. You've got uh, opioid addiction and other addictions. And so in order for government to do what government is chartered to do, mm -hmm. we need a partner that's chartered to do what we're not. So as an example, the city of McDonough partnered with Connecting Henry. Okay. Connecting Henry is a nonprofit that is chartered through their nonprofit existence to provide education, to provide services for people who are homeless, to provide housing, they do a number of things. And so these things are things that we're interested in, but we're not chartered as a city to provide these services. So we partnered with this organization. We gave them a place to live. And in exchange to giving them a place to live, we brought them on okay. as our health and human services department. So when we're having a deal with homelessness in McDonough and homelessness is not something that we cover as a city, okay. we're addressing homelessness because we've partnered with an organization who provides that service. Right. Another example is the amazing things that are done in McDonough for the veterans through veteran support group. Okay. We are not chartered by the state to provide veteran services. Our taxpayers' dollars are for the purpose of service delivery, not for the purpose of providing veteran services. So how do we address the fact that we have so many veterans in our community that have unmet needs. Mm. We have a building. We have a group that needs a house. They live in our building and they are able to thrive and do all of the things that they do as a nonprofit mm -hmm. for the veterans of our community and beyond. Those are partnerships. So I bring what I have, you bring what you have, and we meet each other in the middle. I always think about this, I always share this, and being from South Georgia, <laughs> you can understand yes, how when Mr. Bradley down the street had okra growing in the garden, right, and your next door neighbor had tomatoes growing in the garden, right and your grandmother had a piece of meat in the freezer. Yes. And she was able to take that, those from the neighbors and some other ingredients and put it together and come up with an amazing stew. Come on now. That's what this is about. We may not be able to provide the service, okay. but we can provide the infrastructure 
that meets the needs of the people. Because I can tell you, the citizens don't know where the lines are. We really don't. Y'all don't. <laughs> we really don't. And I think a lot of times people get to this, <clears throat> excuse me, they get in these rhetorics. Oh, we need to vote this person out. We need to vote this person out because we looking for this and we looking for that. But their job doesn't entitle them to even address that issue. Mm -hmm. So I think when we don't have an understanding of government, an understanding of partnerships, you know, and when you say things like connecting Henry, uh, uh, the veterans group, people need to know that we have leaders in the faith community and in the chartered faith community that are assets to the city yes. and how that works. Yes, absolutely. And sometimes it's just sharing where the resources are right, and right. helping people to navigate these complex systems okay. because these systems are very complex. One of the partnerships that we had this year is every year the council agrees to have a summer camp. Well, since COVID, we haven't been able to have the summer camp. Right. So right, guess okay. what? There was an organization in the community that wanted to provide a basketball summer camp. Okay. We okay. were able to allow over 200 families from the city of McDonough to participate in that basketball camp okay. that took place at Rufus Stewart Park because we gave them a location in which to have it, okay. provided a space where they could meet under the pavilion, and we actually paid for 200 students wow. to participate in that camp. And it was an amazing partnership. We are still having people contact us and say, right. are y'all going to do this again? So right, partnerships right, right. are important. And, and you're absolutely correct because I, I, I'm still seeing pictures on social media of people. And that happened during the summer. Yes. So yes. And we're all the way going into the new year and people are still, even the coaches are spiritually involved because they're saying, hey, man, I was able to impact a kid's life. I was able to turn a situation around and give a kid insight on just being better, you know, not just on the court, but through mentorship as well. I, I think, you know, I, I want to add this because I get this a lot. Mm -hmm. The thing about separation of church and state. Okay. So that whole premise of separation and of separation of church and state basically says that no government mm -hmm. in the United States will dictate how someone worships and what they should be a part of. Okay. There is nothing within that provision that says that we can't partner. Okay. That's what Habitat for Humanity was founded in a faith-based initiative. Okay. We've got the Fuller Center. We've got a lot of organizations that are prominently known that started from faith-based right. roots. So the important thing to understand, and this is what I tell anybody that's doing something on behalf of the city, okay. you cannot proselytize. You can't tell people they got to come to Christ. But what you can do is what Christ commissioned you to do, right. and that is to serve. And so when we're telling people to do what they were charged to do initially, right. they can do the work without 
inviting someone to their church, inviting them to join a particular faith, because the job is to get the work out and to help the people, namely the children of this community. Right, and and it's wonderful organizations in this community. Um, I like, I just remember, you know, my own personal testimony, being part of Streets of Gentlemen, this city of McDonough partnering with us, you know, making sure that we were able to serve those underprivileged young men who didn't have fathers in the home, who are those underprivileged young men who were going to jail. And then I also remember organizations like uh, the Chastity House, the uh, organizations uh, like Restore, Revive, Renew, Miss Yolanda Thomas, the Sex Boys Trafficking, and Girls Home, the Boys well, and I, Girls Club. Club. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So when you say that, it, 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 it's it's a it's a head, it's a body, it's the arms and the legs. Yes, yes. And so you're already doing the work. Okay. It's just saying where the needs are. Wow. And and figuring out who can do what, and that is really in my opinion, one of the biggest ills of our society today is that we are fragmented. You know, I often, and I'm gonna try not to preach right now, (laughs) but I'm I'm often reminded of of the story of the Tower of Babel. Oh, wow. You know, when we talk about that, we talk about the fact that, you know, God had to come down and confound the language and, you know, create separation because they were so evil. Okay. I think we miss the message of the Tower of Babel. That secret message is that you had a group of people. Right. Who came together. Yes. On one accord. And in doing so, they were so powerful that they were able to build a skyscraper that reached the heavens. Ooh, that's a, that's a, that's purpose. That's a group of people. Yes. That's the power of oneness. That's the power of writing a vision, making it plain. And then every piece of that orange knows what it has to do to move this forward. And that is what we are missing in this society. We are competing against one another. We are allowing ourselves to be divided. And the great work that is needed in the world today is not happening because of that particular issue. Man, you are absolutely correct. You are, I, I, I don't know what to say when it comes down to it. I, together, we, together we can. Together we are better. Together we are mm-hmm. better. Now, Mayor, you also had a couple of new things that you wanted to talk about um, moving forward and reflecting forward and some of the things that the city was gonna be bringing to the pillow moving forward in 2024. Would you like to share some of those ideas and some of those things that you had going on? So we we are still following that nine pillar model of making sure that we are addressing all of of the elements of, of good governance. And one of the things that we're currently doing is a total code revision. on Title 17. A lot of the development that's taking place, not only in McDonough, but in Henry County, a lot of that was through land purchases from 2005, 6, 7, when we had that huge housing market where we were the second fastest growing county in the nation. Wow. 
Okay. So the understanding of what good development was then mm -hmm. is different now. Okay. So you've got things that are coming in and being constructed under a 2005 model. And along with, with what is happening is the fact that they are vested property rights. Right. Because right. it has been approved. It's just now that they're able to build and it is wreaking havoc. Okay, okay. So we are revising our entire Code 17 to see what are those elements that we need to add? Right. What's missing? What are the restrictions that need to be put in place so that our development moving forward is quality development? Transportation is a huge part of that. Right. When people talk about transportation, they're not talking about public transportation. What they're talking about is how do you get people from point A to point B, a five minute drive that doesn't take two hours. Right. That's right. what they're talking about. Okay. So we're looking at how 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 can we help to to facilitate that? Right. That we that that is so interesting because one of the solutions to transportation is to start creating these hubs where everything is walkable. Okay. You know, you can, if we were using the square, if you need to go to get something from a store, you can walk. Okay. If there were a supermarket on the square, if you need to pick up a few things, and we do have Thompson's Market yes, that's in yes. walking distance. Yes. You can walk over and get what you need. You don't have to get in your car and drive. Okay. And so when, when we talk about creating those type of hubs, mm -hmm. it often becomes conflicted because people don't want high-density residential housing. But yeah. you say you want to get rid of traffic. So yes. you have to kind of figure out a way to balance the two, because if you've got a community that's going to allocate green space, which is important. OK, because we have we we have an environmental responsibility as well to preserve green space, not just for ourselves, not just for the animals, but for our children, okay. because green space is what makes you have a good quality of breathable air. Okay. So okay. we've got to figure out how we negotiate mm. those two positions and bring them together. One of the things that um, I became personally involved with, my daughter moved into her first apartment. Okay. Okay. So she said, Mommy, we're going to the movies. Do you want to go with us? And I said, well, I don't know. Are you going to come and pick me up? You know, this kind of thing. Right. She said, well, I'll come and pick you up. I said, where are we going? She said, oh, the movies are right here on site. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I'm thinking, you don't have to get in your truck right. and go to the movies. You don't have to get in your truck and go to the pool. If you want to sit around a fire pit, and conversate with your neighbors, you can do that. Right. Because everything is right here. You've got a small post office right here. So you don't have to, I, you're not contributing to this traffic problem. Right, right. Because everything is right here. So we need to think about how we use creative solutions to manage the issue of traffic 
because we can't build enough roads. Okay. We, we can't. The horse is out the barn. We can't build enough roads. And, and, and we've got to really reconcile how we're going to address this I, issue. While you were saying that, Mayor, I saw, uh, uh, I think of what I'm thinking, like a Charlie, Charlie-like system downtown. A trolley. A yes, trolley system. Yes. I kind of saw, like, you know, you being picked up, people having to park away from the square or away from downtown and catch the trolley into downtown so that so we can. So one of the things we've been talking about for years, <laughs> okay, and there is um, a location that was identified at South Point, is to create a trolley system that would allow people to come from South Point to the square. Wow. And so that adds to the ambiance uh -huh. of, of downtown. There are some other things that we're planning on doing as well. We have acquired uh, several parcels of land in the city and we're working through how we navigate and uh, create spaces that are going to make the downtown area continue to thrive. We have an amazing unknown jewel and that is the Hood Street Art Center. Wow. We have the makings, the bones of an arts district. Okay. So looking at how we can create an arts district that will allow our artisans the opportunity to sell their paintings, their books, their pottery, all of these different things that are a part of who they are. Okay. And it's their way of making a living. And in return, what we get is a city that is incredibly enjoyable and filled with the artistic element of, of community. Man, that is awesome. You guys stay tuned. We usually do three parts to this thing, but we're going to go one more part because we got uh, so much to talk about with Mayor Sandra Vincent. Game Changers Magazine, GCM Network, Voices of the Village podcast, Mayor Sandra Vincent, City of McDonough. 200 years of flipping forward. Stay tuned.